Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Fall of Ocean, episode 34, Into the Mist. Continuing our apparent new tradition of split party episodes, we go back to everybody's favourite monk, as she attempts to get out of her newfound magical contract. But this time, she's not alone. She seeks help from someone who's a little more knowledgeable in magic than her. How will this go? Well, why don't we find out? I'm Matt. I'm Alex. And I'm Kerry. How do you do? <laughs> Guys, welcome back to Dungeon Junkies. Um, it is um, a special episode today, but we'll let Kerry explain more. It's your turn, Kerry. Please take it away when you are good and ready. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome back to my campaign known as The Fall of Osha. Except, yes, this is a special episode. Why is it special? Well, you'll have to find out you know, in about 15 seconds, because now we're going to introduce everyone. The others couldn't be bothered to turn up today, so let's see who we do actually have. We'll start with... Whoever wants to start, you know what? Go wild. Interrupt each other. Hi, I'm Alex, and today I'm playing Huge Charles. <laughs> the the monster half elf one. <laughs> and I'll also be playing part of Oberyn, because Chad couldn't be bothered to turn up today. I kid. I'm not playing Alex does a fantastic Oberyn impression. <laughs> and I'm Matt, and I'm playing Moira Bex. You know, which cleric, also a chef. I haven't got the, uh, I haven't got the balls to try and do a shard impression because I'll be flayed alive by Caitlin. So, um, yeah, I'm just Moira. I, I just had to say before we continue, this was kind of a missed opportunity with Kerry. When you said, how do you do? Yeah. Matt should have said, it's over to you. Damn, what a missed opportunity. Mm. Y'all are mad. Do things my way. I think I've just <laughs> broken my collarbone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Right. <laughs> Let me just get my scab on myself for a minute and I'm previously injuring myself. <laughs> So yes, we have huge Charles. <laughs> I can't say that with a straight face, thank you, Alex. <laughs> and Moira Vex. We resume our adventure where the party have kind of set up camp in the small, it never used to be a seaside town, but now it is one, of Volca, where there's about 25 buildings in total. So, I can imagine you've spent time out and about, otherwise you'd all be stood in each other's pockets. So, Moira, what have you been doing? Um, well, we've, we've set up a bit of a base in one of the empty houses, really, and Moira's spent time kitting out the kitchen um, because, you know, it's her domain. She'd have also gone to 
Um, is there a local tavern? Is there a tavern in, in the village? There is a tavern. There's only the one. Moya would have been would have been going there to help out, you know, do a bit of cooking and so forth. So forth. Obviously, he needs to go to work, but still going for a few walks along the uh, along along the beach, maybe, and you know, toss some, you know, skim some stones, that sort of thing. She's basically, you know, she's tried to put the trials in the last X amount of months because we haven't got a clue exactly how long we were in that inside the trials and the prison camp for. So it's quite an, just enjoying her newfound freedom again. Hey, can you roll me a d20 quickly, please? Oh, goodness. Okay. So, okay, so where was dice? Oh, dear. Just, just, just anything added to it, or as it is? As it is. That's a three. Okay. When you went for a walk on the beach that is mostly pebbles and rocks, you did end up trapping your foot in the holes, and it took three days for it to recover. Ooh. Ooh, lovely. I can, I can imagine there was swearing that could probably be heard from the house, which is at the other end of the village. You've yes. scuffed all one side of your lovely shoes. I imagine, I imagine a few things Inferno were thrown about, yes. Jasper, who understands Inferno, went, am I? <laughs> <laughs> As he's kind of been sweeping the house from top to bottom. At one point you did see a note left by Charlie. Okay. Yeah, there was a note slapped on the side that just said, I'm leaving town to take care of something important. If you leave before I'm back, I'll find you guys on the road. Charlie. Okay. Nothing else. It was very informative. Moe would have seen that, stuck it to the wall sort of thing, able to see it, pretty much. Okay. That was a few days ago now. Has Moira left the house much whilst her foot was recovering? Uh, while recovering, not not too much. Um, she would have got across the road a couple of times, maybe to the to the tavern. This thing is not that far away. Um, you know, she she uh, she had a she had the quarterstaff. She would use the quarterstaff as a crutch to get across every now and again. I'm finally thinking Moira's back still. <laughs> I was going to say my next question. When the fuck did Moira get a quarter staff, Matt? Well, I rolled her up. <laughs> Is this along with the long sword? <laughs> yes! <laughs> Welcome to Dungeons and Junkies, where Matt manages to find something new in his inventory every time to surprise us. Because Moira's a magic card, and Moira doesn't use weapons. So, so it'd be a bag of holding next time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to look. What else is in here? Just for just for you know, shits and giggles at this point. Uh, fine clothes, crystals, uh, disguise kit, little bag of sand, parchment, uh, and spell book. That's it. Excuse me, I just bring myself my fucking salt lamp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. A, it's not like. <laughs> There's nothing else coming out now, okay? I'm not sure I've got a longsword in there, but I have, apparently. I love the idea of Moira wielding a longsword so much that I can just <laughs> stay there. <laughs> oh boy. So, really, Volca's quite a sleepy place. Can you roll me uh, investigation, please? 
Investigation. Okay, the net 20 plus 6. Okay. The only one that hit all the illustration, probably. <laughs> Even though you haven't left the house much, you've probably camped out by the window for a bit. You may have seen Shard occasionally stalking round in the middle of the night. Moira's quickly got her face pressed up against the window. You might have seen Oberyn leave the little doctor's infirmary once and return sometime later. With all, with all the girls in tow, of course. Oh yes, all his ladies in tow. And... But eventually, at some point, you did see Charlie bringing a dwarf into town. Neither of them looked too happy. That's probably an understatement. On a scale of one to ah, how unhappy would you say that you looked, Charlie? Ah. The full, the, the, the full Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's <what> ah. <laughs> okay, I think that answers the question. But really, it's been quite a quiet time for Moira. Although after the events of the trial, it's probably not such a bad thing. <sighs> but now, we pan over to Charlie for a minute. Charlie, after you sat outside the town and meditated on things that had happened, there's Charlie holding up with everything. Um, they were okay-ish. They were feeling, even feeling down. But having to tell Ben Garn about Turk, that's hit them quite hard, that has. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, I should imagine telling a stranger their son was dead would be hard enough, let alone somebody who's treated you like part of their family for the entire time they've known you. But Charlie. What are you doing now? Is this the same day as Ben has been brought back, or...? Yes. I know I've described time a bit ambiguously, but... I think Charlie will get down, get their head down first, to be honest. Okay. And deal with their situation tomorrow. Okay. But rather than using the... They, they want the full eight hours, probably sleeping for like ten, so they'll leave the um, blanket to the side and sleep on whatever bed is provided. You go into the house, probably skirting around the room where you know Moira will be. Roll me stealth, please. Oh, 18 plus 11. Okay. I have quite high decks now. You walk into the house and immediately pinpoint where Moira is. And you all but Spider-Man your way up the walls to having You Spider-Man your way up the walls to avoid talking to her. As I Spider-Man my way up the wall and just like do 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 You're singing and then when you get to the top you see Jasper looking at you with some concern. Are you okay? Long day. Plus, I don't feel like talking to anyone. 
that that wasn't that wasn't me. That no, that wasn't me being rude to you. Sorry. I'll just I'll, I'll leave you to and he goes back to sweeping he's, you can see from the look on his face he's finding sweeping the house from top to bottom very comforting you lock yourself in your room sorry have to you I'll, I'll let him be that's what I'll say yeah because Charlie's not an asshole she just leaves Jasper to his sweeping I'm not sure who that was aimed at you go into your room. <laughs> Don't you fucking raise your eyebrows at me. <laughs> you go into your room. And it's a very simple room. There's a bed that's been recently swept so that it's no longer covered in dust. There's a small window that's had cardboard put up against it to block out the light. And a tiny, tiny table. You assume this is your room because nobody else is in it. Just put the core stuff up again, my newly made core stuff up against the wall. Lie down and get some sleep. And Charlie, Charlie normally sleeps in for about six hours and then puts two hours into training, but they go for like a good eight, nine hours. I imagine Charlie is bone weary after everything that happens. Can you roll me a d4, please? One. Okay. But you wake up the next morning, or at least it's probably the next morning. It's when you wake up and your body feels heavy after laying in the same position for so long. This is why this is why this is why you get up earlier, Charlie. Why do you do this to yourself? For fuck's sake. Now I've got a headache. At some point in the night, you shift it to the laying on your own arm, and your right arm is full of pins and needles. But no, the day is yours now. So what do you do? Uh, so Charlie doesn't get out of practice. Though they'll only put an hour in, they'll get an hour of their um, routine training now, putting some definite time into their quarter staff now that mm. they've started using them again. And then Charlie will go speak with Harlan. No, attempt to find Harlan. Okay. You go down all the stairs and out the front door. And can you roll me a perception check, please? Just don't biff it. Well, I don't know what your terms of biffing is, but that's a three plus four. Okay. Glance around, still a bit groggy from sleeping in for so long, even with the training. And tied up outside one of the houses is a familiar face who spots you and instantly starts waving his knife hands at you, going in a happy voice. Jumping up and down on the spot. <laughs> it's Morris and Bitten. It's Morris. <laughs> I give um, Morris a um, pat on the air when I get there. Morning, bud. 
anyone in? When he hisses this time, he swaps over sadly. No idea if that's a yes or a no. He gestures at the door. Guess I can try. I'll knock on the door. Knock on the door. And after a few seconds, a small tabaxi opens the door. Oh god, it's that thing. I told you, stop standing so close to the door. And then you hear an almost offensive. He opens the door of the top phone. He's disgusting and horrifying, and I'd rather not have him in here. Anyway, I've seen you before, haven't I? Yeah. You got the kind of rude friend with the tentacles, and you had a friend with a manky leg. Yeah. Found their head in a bag, but I don't haven't really told the others yet because the moment hasn't felt right. It's not really dinner table conversation, is it? Oh, do you remember what happened to... I forget her name? Yes, I found her in a sack. I assume you want to come in? She opens the door wider. If Harlan's here, yes, because I've got a query for him. He's around here somewhere. Can you come? No, 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 not you, though. not you. You stay outside. And again with a... I gave a pat on the head before I walk in. <laughs> Not to Morris or the Tabaxi. Morris. <laughs> Morris seems happy enough with this and carries on waiting outside for you. He loves Charlie to bits. But this, the inside of this house is pretty similar to the one you and the rest of the party are in. As you go in, the first door on your left is open. And inside you can see stacks of books everywhere. That gives me Harlan vibes. Charlie's realised by this point that Harlan's a fucking nerd. And books tend to be loved by fucking nerds. I'll just give a knock on the door and pack my head around the corner. Harlan? <laughs> oh, hello. As... A small shadow elf wakes up very, very abruptly from where they were having some sort of nap on top of a book. Don't tell me. No. Charlie. It's the one. I'm trying to get better with names. I know a lot of things, but I don't know many names. Uh, names are overrated. Well... Come in, come in. Um, I'd say don't mind the mess, but I think it's a bit late for that. I'm drawing a bit of the clutter. Always used to get told off the clutter, but it's not that bad. Well, I tend to take my own little library with me everywhere. It slows things down a bit if you have to leave in a hurry, but I think everyone has their things. Anyway, I am being really rude. Would you like a drink or anything? We actually have coffee here for you for once. Oh, I haven't had coffee in ages, to be honest. I want my coffee. It's alright. 
Colin will make coffees. Hope you don't mind it strong. This stuff, it gives you a kick. <laughs> it's been years since I've had coffee, so I'm sure I mind it. I gets to have her first cup of coffee in probably about four years. Coffee is like gold dust. It's way more valuable because I destroyed my own economy. Whoops. Yeah, Char- Charlie's the sort of person who... Well, Charlie's the sort of person who has the American Starbucks kind of um, coffee. It's, what, the type so, that's mostly sugar? Yeah, <laughs> but black coffee's fine. I can say, good, I don't think we have any milk. But what brings you here? It's not... I wasn't... It's not that I'm not happy to see you, I just wasn't expecting it. No, and to be fair, it, it it's not just a chat, it's more of a, um... It's... I need something explained. Go for it. I went... Obviously, I wasn't... In, you met me on the road, because I was off to try and find a friend. Turns out they got captured, and were being held in a um, small military base. Right. Yeah, we um we managed to break him out. Not without a complication though, and the complication is something that you might have an idea on because it's magic and while as I hold out me um symbol of the traveller, I can do it a bit of magic, but it's still magic still goes over my head. Go into details. But I have been told that there was a bit of a complication to this. Yeah, we um, we bumped into something that calls himself a gatekeeper. Oh. He wished for freedom, or it wished for freedom. I don't exactly know how powerful it is, but it wished mm-hmm. for freedom, and it <laughs> wished for so it wished for freedom. We. I promise it. I promised it that I would come back to free it. The gatekeeper. And yeah, it, it bound under a magic contract. Ah, yes, I, I can see why that would be a complication then. I don't feel like fighting it, to be honest. What hand did you shake with? Uh, well, I'm left-handed, so... left. Okay. So you should have a small mark. There's... you see... How much do you believe in different realities, as it were? It's not really something I've ever thought about, to be honest. Okay, well, it's one of the neurosciences. Magical contracts work differently in different realities. I'm not saying I'm a firm believer of there being some kind of multiverse, but in this one, when you partake in a contract, you're left with a mark. And I think I recall saying that Charlie 
has a small mark somewhere on her arm now because of it. Yeah, I remember you mentioning that actually. Yeah. It would have been the hand she shook with, as that's the hand that sealed the deal. And you carry that mark with you until you fulfill that contract. Again, in the alternating realities, these things work differently. Did he give you any indication as to what would happen if you did not uphold your end of the bargain? No, he did not. We were being chased, so it was a very... It was just a reaction thing, really. Agreed to do it. Other than that, because other than that, we were going to get caught. It's not that I'm not doubting your story, but... Are you sure it was the gatekeeper you made a contract with? It's the name he went by, or the name he gave us. It's just... The gatekeeper's kind of a creature of a fable, if you will. The gatekeeper, as the name implies, guards the spaces between the planes and the realities. It's more of a concept, really. So, if something is tracking it, That's... that could be literally anything. The gatekeeper's not a weak being. You'd have to be somewhat strong to be able to travel freely between realities and to guard them. I'm not saying it's impossible that it was here. But... Can't think what it would want from me, really. The only thing I can think of is that it's being held here by a stronger entity than it. Again, a lot of this really depends on how much you believe in that kind of thing. Do you see? between the lines, as it were, you generally need to have some kind of connection to a higher being. Or a god. Any kind of deity. So, as an example, my people, the Shadow Elves, our deity is the Raven Queen. Do you have any sort of connection to anything? I have a small connection to the traveller, but it was more, it's rather, it's not like a full belief, it's more just a comfort than anything. It's still a connection. I think you might have to do a little bit of travelling to get to the bottom of this one. Is there anyone you can take with you? I've got... Well, obviously I've got a group of people, but that, that might be too many people. So 
got to bring someone magically inclined, I'm guessing. I'd suggest that. I've seen your other companions. I don't believe Shard is in the best of places to do things at the moment. Right. All right. And honestly, I'm quite afraid of Oberyn, is it? He scares me. He's not the most friendliest. He, oh. He's... Um, but he grows on you. I can imagine. I don't blame him for not instantly being everybody's friend. I know the world is a cruel place. He sits back. Tapping his fingers together for a moment. If you can find out whether that really was the gatekeeper or not, then you might have an easier time fulfilling this contract. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, because nothing in life ever is. But if you can go for it, then that's a start. I'd like to be able to help right. you myself, but unfortunately I'm needed here at the moment. Right. Thank you. That's enough for me to go on for now and I'll see what happens. If you need anything else, I'm here. Although shuffles are right. Harlan wears a coat and it has Big pockets on it. They're almost like tiny bags of holding for how deep he reaches down into one of the pockets. I'll save you some time and he'll pass over what looks like a small smooth pebble. If you need to cut out some travelling time to get to where you may have seen this gatekeeper, this might help you. Okay. Never hurts to be able to teleport on a whim. Does it work? It's. Let's see. I know Charlie's not the most magically inclined, but what you've been given for a minute, it's a modified stone of spell storing. It has three uses of teleporting it. So, ta-da, Charlie has fruit uses of teleports. Nice. Oh, remember that. Of course, you won't be able to teleport yourself off the island. Damn it. <laughs> That's why I cover that bit. I'll get up and say, thank you for your help, Harley. I've got a friend to ask for help with now, which will be fun. Okay, so Charlie, I assume you leave the um, house. It's actually the house opposite the party's house. And of course, Morris tries to get your attention when you go past. Yeah, I give him a fist bump. 
Let's see. It takes him a whole Hard 14 to seconds to catch on. <laughs> but he <laughs> does it. Knows not to, what, like, what accidentally hurt you. Yeah, once we successfully give him a fist bump, I just give him a pat on the shoulder and carry on moving. Morris takes up his guard position again. If I was Moira, where would I be on a quiet day like this? Um, I'd try the house first. <laughs> where is Moira on a quiet day like this? She's in the kitchen in the house. She pre- She's preparing some soup. Smells like soup. Mm-hmm. It is a leek and potato with, you know, a certain amount of spice added to it. You can smell like there's some paprika she found from her, from her backpack or something. Because Moira has cooking ingredients because of her chef subclass. Yeah, you, you, Moira should probably keep that on the quiet because somebody will have your arms off for those. <laughs> Moira knows how scarce ingredients are. Only the spices, the spices she's got, I thought. Yes, in cooking the soup. It's a lovely thick, lovely light leafy green colour. As I walk in, because I'm no good at saying hello, I'm back after abandoning the group. Oh, it smells alright in here. What are you making? Ah, Charlotte. Charlotte, come here. Come, 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 come. And if you literally let she's more walk up into she just drags you into the kitchen by your by your elbow. Like I need you to try and taste this soup. She she forces a, a spoon into your hand. Nope. I'll put me freshly new core staff to the side and try the soup. How does it taste, yeah? It's well, given Charlie's upbringing, she's eaten a lot of to put it in the classiest way possible, really fucking good food. This is the sort of food that would make Gordon Ramsay swear, but because he couldn't find a word to tell you how delicious it was, there'd just be a scream of fuck. This was an anime, as soon as Charlie put the spoon in her mouth, you'd hear the ah, and the bright lights and the angels. Could do with a bit more spice though. I, I quite like hot food. Moira's eyes now, you can hear like, like, like a blade being sharpened. Hey, you asked for an honest opinion. It's this is true. phenomenal. This is true. Right, so first of all, thank you for taking the soup. Rude! <clears throat> thank you for taking the soup. Now, we'll put the spoon down. Moira then turns around and then says, Where have you been? You leave me a fucking note, and you fuck off. Where have you been? Well, I had something to do, and I made a new quarter staff. It hits quite hard. Okay. Charlie, I'm just saying this of love, because I do love you, okay? Why do you need a quarter staff? You are literally a weapon. Why, why more of a, well it makes me more of a weapon now. Fair point I suppose. If you have feelings for me, you don't need to try and hide them in your abuse. Not that kind of, well, like a family, Charlie. Anyway, 
anyway. Animosity that may be bubbling away inside of me aside. I'm glad you're back. It's good to see you. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you where I've been, but I'll tell you over some soon. Well, later that's some soup, put some on the table, and uh, sit down at the table, which is enough room for four people to sit at, to be fair. Although it looks like only Moira sat at this table recently. People are busy. Too much of the others? Oven been in and out of, well, mostly in, over the road, you know, in, a, in the medical office. And I've shard sh better come out of that room. And when, and when they, and when they do, it ain't pretty. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. So I just leave the door closed. When they want to talk, they know I'm here. So thing that happened. Um I went to find Bengo. That's where I've been. Bengo. The dwarf the dwarf. Right. Anyway, I was managed to both Is that what friend. Is that what the thing at the end of the driveway is? I've met him before, how can you not remember him? Well, to be fair, it's been a while, Alex. That's Matt talking. Yeah, so, managed to find him in a military camp, and we may have had to sneak in and cause an icy storm with a friend that I found, and confuse the crap out of the guards, but we managed to free him. Okay, can I stop you for a moment? Not enough that we were stuck in a military camp for X amount of months. You decide to do the first thing you're going to do when you're out of one is bring into another one. Uh huh. You can actually see Moira's eye roll back in her head for a moment. Oh, shut up. I know what you're thinking. Well, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're back, obviously. What happened? So obviously you got him out. That's great. Obviously that's great. You know. Why do you look like you've got more to tell me? Okay, so basically there was a... How do I put this? There was a magical entity that wouldn't want to let us pass unless we made a contract with it. And he's trapped there, or it's trapped there, whatever the hell it is. And I agreed I would free it. So I need someone magically minded to come with me to free it. Magically contract. Yeah. Yes. Not a pact. Just a contract. Fair bound to magical contract. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I know if I don't stick to it, I'm sure I'll come to great harm. Blah 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 blah. 
more of a curse than infernal. So you've come to me, then, have you? Yes, that is correct. <sighs> so, if I, I asked Harlan about it, I asked Harlan about it just to try and get an understanding on it. And he's a very knowledgeable elf. So he recommended me, did he? Well, I need someone magically minded as backup, and Oberyn and Shard, from what I gather, aren't the most talkative bunch at the moment. No. Well, I'd be nice to have all of them, but I don't have that luxury. Charlie, you know me. If you need my help, I got your back. Charlie, but I do need to ask you. Do you know who it is, or who to contact with, or anything? It calls itself the Gatekeeper. It's okay. Favorite, maybe. Right. Okay. Um. Do you know who to contact with? Not, it may not be important, but there may be there may be a way of like circumventing it, perhaps if we knew we were with sort of thing. That's as much as I know. It's a fey creature, and it's trapped here because of some kind of magical entity. Okay, so where is magical it? Magical entity. We're probably gonna have to beat up. Okay, where is it? Uh, in the case of some other military camp. How far away is it? Um, it's a three-day hike. Okay. So you might want to bring. You might want to get out your heels and put on your walking boots. Otherwise, those beautiful feet of yours are going to blister off. So he's just playing on the whole thing of Moira saying, I love you. Moira's, Moira half smirks at that. Charlie. We're not walking anywhere. Let me get my stuff. And I meet you at the end of the, and I meet you in the path in about five minutes. All right? Right. We're not walking anywhere. Okay. Oh, and uh, fetch a cart, will you? Have I got a cart available? I'll just drown the last. Hold up, me bolt, drown the last of the soup, and then. Charlie knows the dishes, so Charlie needs to bowl where it is and heads up the door, grabbing their freshly made water stuff. Moy will begin to uh, um, pack up her stuff, including some including some super rations. Only soup, but super rations. 
Okay, so you have suit rations, and Charlie, you also have four, like, rations of dried, like, preserved rabbits. That I do. To be honest, I think Charlie's gonna hold on to the stone of teleport, like, just in, because you never know, but it could become, like, a dire need thing, so I don't think Charlie's actually gonna use its charges. Oh yeah, there's, um, there's no expiration date on the stone's use. So there you go, you get a free magical item. Be nice to Harlan and he might give you things. To be fair, Moira, um, having packed things up, um, strolls down with her best heels on to, to the uh, end of the path sort of thing and smiles at Charlie. Well, this yeah. is just a love story now, isn't it? Looks <laughs> <laughs> like she, she smiles like, did you get the cart? Did I find a car at the end? Roll me investigation while I just put in the chat with absolutely no context The Fall of Ocean, a love story. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, ten. It takes Charlie about ten minutes, but you do find a car. It, it looks like it's seen better days, but it's serviceable. Good. Um, I know the wheel slightly loose, so I hit it with the quarterstaff a few times to try and line it up better. Okay. When you, then I'll bring it over. When you bring it over, I cast mending on it to fix it up a, a bit better. Um, and then I summon Phantom Steed. Okay. So clip pop peanut butter. The second. The third. The third. The third. Oh, it's the third now. He's got number three with a different fur pattern on his flank. Yes, it looks like the Roman the Roman number three is in its is in its flanks, and attach this way. We can actually. We've got some, we haven't got to, uh, we can keep traveling and we can sleep in the in the car as, we, as we're going along sort of thing. See? Being smart. Hope you've got a game of Ludo or something, because you're going to be kind of bored. <laughs> okay, we've got plenty of time to talk, I'm sure. Clip clop! Oh, wait. I, wait. I can't make horse noises. <laughs> wait. Clip clop. Who's on board first? Nay! <laughs> Nay! <laughs> what peanut butter the third prances? <laughs> oh my god! Absolutely! Absolutely! We're seeing dressage! He's got his head up, his tail up, and he's just very proudly <laughs> clip clopping forward. <laughs> An old farmer man looks up as he goes past it. Modern horses for beef. It's doing that. Modern horses were horses were normal things, isn't it? It's it's not like those tractors they use in the fields nowadays. So the horses the horses doing that whilst Charlie and Moira are titanicing on the back of the on the back of the car. (laughs) We're not that far into this relationship yet. (laughs) See ya. This will, this will, this hopefully just speed up on the journey time. 
I can't remember what the town was called, but Charlie will know what it's called, so we'll go in that direction, because the problem is now is a lot of the travelling was underground, but obviously the horse in cart isn't going to fit. So could Charlie roughly map out the direction they went in, given their fairly decent wisdom? Hmm. Make me... Let's see. What is the stat load of things? That was unnecessarily Wait. dramatic, Kerry. I love when you did that and your face just lit up from, from, <laughs> from, 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 from the tablet. It was brilliant. Okay. Make me a nature or a history check. Dealer's choice. Well, I, I'm proficient in history, so I'm going to go with history. This that is the only character sense. who has proficiency in history. It's like a sensible move. Natural 20! Moira asks for directions, and Charlie becomes that lady from the GIF with all the maths around her head. Just this way, and points the horse in the right direction. Way that way, forwards, backwards, over the bumpy road. Clip-Clop does an actual three-point turn in the road to get on the right path. Absolutely what does. Was like, beep, beep. What was the town called that Bengal came from? Larton? Larton, that's it. Charlie knows, but my memory is terrible. So after about a day, once we get through Larton, once we get to Larton, I'll then um, point Peanut Butter Clip-Clop the third in the correct direction of the um, tunnels that I can try and memorise. So how long is Peanut Butter active for? Well, I need to check at... What's his name? P-B-E-C-T-T The shortened version of Click Pop Peanut Butter the fact. Um, for the duration? Oh, okay. Last for an hour. But it's a ritual, I can, cast, I can continue to cast it as ritual, so that it doesn't need spell slots. It does, just a heads up. If you, you can cast, how ritual spells work, because I had to Google this. I'm not trying to rules lawyer it, but it's just so you know for the future, as Moira is a ritual caster. Um, you can, if you use it as an action to cast, so let's just say the spell time is one, one action or a bonus action to cast. Mm-hmm then it uses a spell slot. If you want to cast it as a ritual, it takes 10 minutes to cast. But if yeah. you cast it as a ritual, then you don't use a spell slot. Correct. That's only for spells that have ritual tags on them. Yeah. Phantom Steed is a ritual. So I'm using it, I'm using it, I'm doing the ritual for it every, every hour, just recasting. So basically every 50 minutes, Moira goes right <laughs> and starts the ritual again. Yeah. It'll take a while. Yeah. Moira spends 10 minutes speaking in tongues as the horse goes along. <laughs> yeah. And at, one, and at one point, you're four seconds late to start <laughs> casting, 
and you just hear the most dramatic nay as <laughs> like looking up at the fur face for a moment. <laughs> Because <laughs> for the last minute, um, it starts to fade. As, as what it says in the spell list, it, it, it says it starts to fade. It gives you time to dismount. <laughs> it's very disturbing. Seeing the oh, being that melodramatic, yeah. Dolly, I don't feel so good, Moira. Miss Moira, I don't feel so good. I can, want to go. Can the DM get a double inspiration? <laughs> <laughs> Beat again. I'm going to DM inspiration. That might end up being the role that kills us. This is true. We make it darker in here to make it more ominous. <laughs> oh my god. They've now steepled their hands. <laughs> uh, my friend was in the way, but I was trying to do the scary eyebrows thing. <laughs> okay. So, antics aside, and melodramatic horses. Let's see, how do you two occupy the time? Um, well, I would have done a bit of most of the time just like doodling in her spell book, which also serves now as her uh, recipe as her recipe book. Um, also, would have been you know the occasional chat with Charlie, and obviously having because. Elves can trance, obviously, so it'd be too much sleeping. Um, but yeah, just basically like exchanging, you know, your, your story here and there about beforehand, before meeting up, sort of thing, maybe. Got to pass the time somehow, obviously. I don't think anyone likes my comment in the chat. Nintendo, Nintendo hasn't been invented yet, so. <laughs> In her spare time, Moira invents a company called Nintendo, and then she wakes up from trancing and realises that it's fading too fast for her to write it all down. Too bad, she would have been a very, very rich woman. This is true. This is true. Um, so, Charlie, what are you doing during this long cart ride? Making conversation with Moira in... Assuming this is like a um, like a fenced carriage, Charlie continues practicing their monk shit by like balancing on the um, thin planks that go along the cart, practicing with their quarter staff. Um, make me a dex check, please. I will happily make a dex check. Just standard dex or acrobatics? Standard dex, I'm afraid. That's not terrible. Um, 12 plus 6. Okay. It's very impressive watching Charlie pull these different poses balancing on the thin planks of the car. You do almost fall off when dramatic clip-clop peanut butter the third goes over a bump so fucking hard that the car gets air for a moment. Because for some reason in this moment he's full-on sprinting. But you do good. And and wavy, tiny, wimey stuff. Three days have passed. Oh, and waving was required. Booty boys, let's go racing. 
there's I don't know, at this point you've run out of like travelling music and it's just playing the Benny Hill theme on repeat <laughs> while the horse runs along the horse is sonic running or something his legs have just become circles <laughs> absolutely brilliant Maybe Moira accidentally started the ritual half an hour early, so now he's yeah. clip-clop on steroids. Clop-clip. Clop-clipping along. Clop-clip-nop-nip. On catnip. Too far. Right, so... We're entering last, I'm guessing, are we? Yeah. Clop screeches to a halt just as he's fading. And the car drifts into place. Just as you reach the remains of Larton. Right. On foot, we have a day and a half's travel left. So the main question is, do you want to ditch the cart here? Where we know the cart is going to be safe? Yes. Or... Should we take the car? Because get, the next section is underground. We won't get the car underground. I point to where the big step is. Well, in the rough direction. If we, we... if I'm trying to map out where we are without taking... If we want to take the car, obviously we can take the underground tunnels. So, roughly, we came out near the... Charlie. The big step. So, the big step is in that direction. Yes. Charlie, you were... The tunnels are flooded. Water's receded in that area. Or maybe magic's keeping it at bay. Well, that's good. Um, Because, you know, just in case, if you need it, I'm... I think I can maybe help if need be. I, I believe... You know, I've got I've got a ritual. Um, I've been doing work on rituals, obviously, and I can uh, let us breathe underwater for you know a, a, a day or so. Yeah, nice. So if we need, it, I can use it. But it would be ten minutes to use it. So your options are: you can take a horse and cart and carry on towards the big step, which for anyone that doesn't remember is, it's kind of a mount, it's too small to qualify as a mountain, but it's bigger than a hill. And it looks kind of like a set of stairs. There go, the big step. Or you can take Ben Garner's strange underground tunnel again. You know where we've got to go. We'll throw where you know to go. Fast probably safer here. And considering the horse needs summoning every so often, it probably would be quicker to take the tunnels. Where's it, the tunnels? Uh, through. I point into the horse staff down through that hatch. As I point to where Ben Gardens it used to be, which is just a flat piece of rubble now. Okay. Um, 
We will. I will follow your lead. I'll be right behind you. Do you advise to take the heels off? I would at this point. Why will spend five minutes putting on hiking boots and deliver the heels? Five fucking minutes, Jesus Christ! I've got to late. I've got to, you know, I've got to take to tie the boots up and everything. Fashion first. Damn, your own's gone dark, Karen. Yes, I like it. It feels ominous. So, while Moira spends five minutes getting her shoes on, I will um, get this awkwardly bastard, awkwardly hard bastard of the door open again. Okay. Uh, strength check, please. Because if I remember, it didn't want to open last time. I somehow think I'm going to use a luck point. Uh. What the hell's my modifier? Plus two, so sixteen. Okay. Remembering how much of a bastard this door is, you grab and you yank, and it does open. And Moira, you get to experience the absolute deafening screech this door puts out. Can you make me a con save, please? That is a natural twenty. I have fl- I don't know how I flute a natural twenty like that. But yeah, You're natural f- twenty plus one. You're fine. You have no adverse effects from this. I do give a look to Charlie to say, "The fuck." <laughs> Don't blame me, it's the door. In a minute, I'm just going to blow up the door. Right, okay. I know that it may be just the door, but the fact of matter is that only an absolute lunatic would be that concerned about a door. Yes, that is a deep cut. <laughs> yes. Anyway. That, is, that is what I was going to yes. Anyway, the door is open. After you, princess. (laughs) (laughs) For benefit of the tape, Caesar, I don't know. Benefit of the tape, (laughs) Kerry has just been videotaped of turning her salt light rock on, and you look like Satan now. Hello! <laughs> okay, well, that's why I look like Satan, and I told them not to worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't even worry about it. Okay, so <laughs> we're going through, going through the door, boy. Okay. Yes, you go through the door and down a little set of stone steps, and you end up in front of another door, which I'm not going to insult Charlie's strength by making her rolls open. This one swings open, and you find yourself in a little room. It's almost like a safe room built for a dwarf. Um, including the height of it? Mm, You both may have to crouch, even Charlie, with all her 5'9 glory. Lovely. 
will squat and sort of walk in like a like a cowboy. <laughs> My rocks like a cowboy. <laughs> Sentences I never thought I'd say. Likewise, I'll be really honest. Now I walk with more elegance. <laughs> Charlie, do you remember where to go from here? No, I do not. Alex doesn't, but this was only like yesterday and a half for Charlie. So Charlie would remember it, I'm going to assume. I'm checking my yes. notes and it's not written down. Okay. Roll me a history check, please. I'm gonna give the help action if I can. And how are you gonna help? I I'm going to uh I'm going to basically I'd be really like 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 because I'm the whole, on the journey here sort of thing, I'm imagining that Charlie would have been speaking about where they were, sort of thing, and maybe even vaguely occasionally mentioned certain paths they took inside here. So maybe Moira was just helping jog memory from some story that was being told. I'll accept it. I thought that was a good way to give the help action. I was actually using law. <laughs> done, done, done. <laughs> Uh, I will also cast um, guidance on myself, so that's what you for. On yourself. Well, hopefully that helped me, because the low was a 5, the high was a 13, so 13 plus 4 plus 4. I guess Charlie does remember. You ca- Charlie, you cast your eyes around the room, and you come to rest on a small door in the corner. Hidden. It's about three foot tall. Do you remember opening that door and crawling through the tunnel? Claustrophobic at all? Not claustrophobic, exactly. But I am... I am six foot one. And that's half my height. And I have a six foot long stick, but I'm sure we'll get through. And I'll open the door in, get on my hands and knees and start making me way with with me quarter staff and so. How deep is how how roughly how long is this tunnel, Charlie? Uh this tiny little gap is only like 10-20 feet. The whole corridor is about six hours long. At this Size. So, the crawling thing is just like 20 feet. So, the crawling, is that 15, 20 feet, or is it longer than that? Well, given Charlie's butt is now in the way, you can't really see it to the end. Okay, well... Why don't I stop staring at Charlie's butt? (laughs) To be fair, it's probably a nice athletic butt, I guess. Moira does I mean, considering Charlie, Considering Charlie's stature, I imagine Charlie's got the Spider-Man ass going on, which honestly, <laughs> for stereotype, Spider-Man has one really, like, plump ass. Spider-Man's got a badonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkadonkad
<laughs> is it talking about Tom Holland's arse? <laughs> I mean, this is a fair point, but... I was more on about Andrew Garfield's arse, because, I mean, I mean he's... Andrew Garfield's my favourite Spider-Man, after all. He's my favourite after watching um, the last Spider-Man film. But we're not here to talk about Spider-Man. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but in any case, so... But once we get through into the main part, we've got a few hours. Okay. Well, I'll come back up again. That's fine. Okay. Charlie, as you crawl through the tunnel, you remember the tunnel comes to like a 90 degree bend and you have to climb upwards. So can you make me an athletics check, please? I will do that, that such thing. You remember seeing Morris all but glide up this and Nathaniel struggle like fuck to get up. Charlie, who's still a bit weary from and a bit achy from their last few days, just sighs, holds their um, early symbol to give them guidance, and then they'll start making their way up it. So, extra d4. Oh, funny. What is it with this dice today? That's a 9 plus 7. Plus two. Numbers. Uh, that's like 18 or something. 19? 8 plus 7 plus 2, yeah? Yeah. 17. Oh, sorry, 9 plus 7 plus 2. Charlie okay. rolls 40. Okay. Let's just let's just call it 40. He rolls well. Charlie walks up. <laughs> do, 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 do. Just runs up. It just oh. like sidesteps the whole way up, not needing to use their arms. Charlie, you brace yourself over the gap and basically walk yourself up. Moira. I must I've got this that was here. Yes. Good to do this in two parts for you, because you've not done this bit before. Can you make me an acrobatics check, please, when you get to the 90 degree bend to try and turn yourself around? So this is still. Get to the. Sure. Okay. And it just basically goes straight up. <laughs> Acrobatic check to turn the corner, yeah? To turn around so you can start climbing up. Okay, can I see you atop where I am? You can see Charlie's butt. Okay. <laughs> Charlie's butt blocks everything. Okay, so when Charlie, I'm going to watch Charlie get to the top. And then I'm going to shout up, Charlie, is there a ledge up there? Uh-huh as I get to the top at this point. Is that a ledge that you can stand on? I stand on it, Liam? Yeah. How high up I'll, is it? It's... I'll stand. It's about a 25, 30-foot climb. I can't miss you, step. Okay, throw me a d20, please. This is where they glitch into the wall and die from damage. Okay, am I adding anything to this? No. 17. Okay. That is a 19. The protections of the safe room kick in. You start to go up and Misty Steps cancels out halfway down. So make me acrobatics at disadvantage, please, to try and grab on. Oh, goodness gracious! very limited space. Oh, goodness gracious. I have not got... I've got flat acrobatics. Yes, I know. Bitch. Love you too, my bird. Oh no. <laughs> so high the nine, by the way. You rip all your hands and nails as you slide most of the way back down. The low was a four. 
yeah, you definitely rip pull your nails as you slide back down. Hmm. There, there, you, there is a growl <laughs> from Moira. Why would I, you try Misty? I didn't know that there was a magic defense here, did I? You didn't tell me that bit. Fun fact. Oh, the last person that Charlie was here with was a sorcerer. The sorcerer did not attempt that. Because <laughs> he like, kind of realized it probably would be something at the word safe room. <laughs> but I wasn't aware. My magic, my magic isn't innate. I don't sense these things. Hey, you didn't check to see if there was anything. This is also true. This, this is on me. This is Moira. My magic is as strong as an ancient ball. Now, now the red light becomes more more appropriate. Definitely. Moira will spend time now climbing the wall, and I'll lower my quarter staff down. As okay. far as I can get it, so they can grab it and I can help boost them when they can reach it. Okay, can you make me, Moira, can you make me athletics at advantage? And Charlie, normal athletics, please. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so sorry, DM. With my bonuses and the advantage, it's a seven. The double face palm. I'm sorry, Moira is not. Moira is not. Cops. She got a plus one in her strength column now. It's it. God, my face almost disappears with this bloody lighting. <laughs> it's a. It's a good thing I'm a martial character in this campaign, because that's a eighteen plus seven, so twenty five. Well, you beat the combined DC, so it's a little embarrassing for Moira, but Charlie has to pull you almost the entire way up. Thank, thank you, Charlie. Thank you. Moira will get herself over the edge and dust herself down a little bit when she gets to the top. <coughs> thank you. So you're now in a dusty room with shelves lining the walls. It's very simple. These shelves... Excuse me. Yeah are made from nailed together planks of wood. They're not particularly fancy. They're just, they're more for practicality than anything. And there is a door. But that's about it in this room. Okay. Charlie, you've been here, where to? Straight ahead. Through that door. door and we've walked for a lot of hours. Okay, then let's do that. Moira we'll walks up to the door and opens it. Or try The door opens with no resistance. You good? <laughs> I'm good. The way you whispered, it's like, I, got, I got a little goosebumps there. My, um... <laughs> My uh, steps through the door, beckons Charlie. Because like, come on, we've got we, if we've got if we've got if we've got hours of walking to do, then let's do it. Yeah, I, I will um put the quarter staff back over my shoulder and start walking, and annoyingly annoyed, keep having to like keep slowing down to keep up for Moira to keep up because I. Guessing Moira has no boosts to speed, which means I'm walking double the speed you are. 
because Charlie now has 60 foot of movement per turn. Moe's got 30, to be fair. So Charlie asks, Charlie, <laughs> Charlie gets a bit impatient with having to walk a lot so much slower. Can we do an arcana check, please? Okay. Call me arcana. Uh, that is 24 all in. This room has traces of magic, but you can sense a lot of it stops at the ledge. So I can now use magic now, can I? I don't know, can you? I'm going to try and cast haste on myself. <laughs> or you cast haste, and now you are speedy. Okay. It's, it's only going to for a minute, but it will uh, help for a bit, at least. Okay. So, just start running. So I assume Moira and Charlie just start speed walking down the yeah. corridor. Yeah, like we're competing in the Olympics, yes. Well, Moira's speed walking. Yeah, Moira sort of runs and I quick walk. What Charlie Cornish paces it down the corridor. But it doesn't take long to reach the end. And Charlie, can you make me a history check again, please? Control one. Okay. What's your modifier to that? Uh, plus four for history. Okay. You're walking down this corridor, and after about five minutes, Charlie's lizard slash monkey brain kicks in like, hmm, corridor difference. That's all you get from it. Your brain's having an off day. Mario, stop, stop, stop. What's up? This doesn't feel familiar. <sighs> right. Okay. Uh, what's going on? If we stop and think about it, does it come back to Charlie? Um. What in like a history check? Like Charlie, see, just sort of like stops for a minute and has a good think about sort of where they are and is this the right direction or not? Maybe. Um, let me think for a moment. Sorry. Um, make me another history check, please. Right, holding me um holy symbol to do guidance and like come on remember don't help help me here, traveller. Um god damn it. Eight plus four plus two. Fourteen. Fourteen. Plus four plus two. Yes. For the most 14. part you know, you um, you notice that this isn't as it looked last time. 
As you glance around, a few things are different. You don't remember this corridor being littered with, like, bullet cartridges. You don't remember the scrapings along the walls. And you don't remember the indents where it looks like something or somebody has been dragged along. It was just the one door in the um, area we were in originally, wasn't it? Yeah. Where it stopped? I've stopped. I haven't moved. You just want to stop. We're getting impatient now because she's been told to stop again, but she's only moved. I think this is the right corridor. But I think something has been through here. something that wants to fight us. Look, bullet shells, but claw marks on the walls. These claw marks weren't here last time. And there was only the one door, so we're going in the right direction, I think, but... Right. Something's been through here since me and Nathaniel came through here. Can I examine the claw marks? Yeah. Would um, I recognize the creature that made them? Okay. Can you make me... Investigation and Arcana, please. Federal checks. I will make a perception check to just like look around and see just how see if I can spot anything that would determine on how fresh it is. Or investigation, whatever. So you shoot in. Okay. Well, my investigation check was an eighteen plus uh, six twenty-four um, for my. Um, for my arcana check, that is a 27. Okay. You go up to one of these gouges, Moira, and you just run your hand along it, trying to figure out what it could be. And that's where the arcana check comes in, too. As you run your hand along it, there's traces of magic in these enormous marks. Can you roll me a quick history check on top of all of that as well? Of course I can. Uh, that is a 19. All in. Okay. It's not something you've come across in person before. But do you remember reading about something that was supposed to have a similar feeling in a book quite some time back? Okay. Um, the energy, the magical energy in this room, it feels off. But Charlie, what did you get? Oh, I haven't rolled yet because I don't know whether you want me to roll perception or um, investigation. Dealer's choice. I mean, I'll, technically, I'd go for perception because I had minus one investigation. <laughs> then go for perception. When did you give me a choice? No question it. <laughs> uh, 16 all in. Okay. Glance around. Probably still trying to take you in. Everything. But as you look further down the corridor, you see it starts to slope downwards. And there's almost a cold mist hanging around. 
that's when it hits you. It's really cold in here. Much colder than you remember it being. You can see yours and Moira's breath now. Charlie gets into a um, more like defensive stance and I'll use my full action so I don't spend the um, point of key to take the dodge action just in case something's coming. Nothing happens. Moira. I'd say we should keep going. I, I will give you the what do you think? I can give you something to help keep you quiet. If not, we can turn around and take the carriage. Keep me quiet! Moira's voice echoes down the corridor. Keep me quiet? What do you mean, my dad? I'm not making much noise. Ironically. I haven't been making much noise until you told me that you wanted to keep me quiet. In any case, let's keep moving, as you say. I will give Moira, just give Moira a um, tap on the shoulder and give her a blessing of the trickster. Okay. So, which is advantage on stealth checks for a one hour. And people say trickery domain is crap. The two of you keep walking. And all you can hear is the gentle echoing of your footsteps. And the soft sounds of your own breathing. As you wander off into the rapidly forming mist. fade away into the rapidly forming mist. What awaits them on the other side? What perils may be heading their way? And most importantly, will they be able to finish Charlie's quest? Well, we'll just have to find out next time. This podcast was brought to you by me, Kerry, in conjunction with Visionaries Global Media and Matt Attack Productions. Adios. <laughs>